hosting for Two Blokes Talking Tech. Proudly provided by Web Central. Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from your tech. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We are once again live from CES. This is the second number two episode, not B. Dash two. Not dot two. That's a phone line, but I don't think anyone cares. Okay. Uh, we are we're here on we're in the in the show floor following press day uh, at CES. We talked about yesterday what press day was and what it was about. So let's just get straight into it. Started this morning, and we're doing this doing the show, of course, thanks to the good people at Netgear, and we'll talk about them a bit a bit later. Um, started this morning with LG. Now, LG and Samsung and Sony pretty much do the same thing every year. But what I found very interesting this year was LG didn't really show many products. They just talked about the technology they showed a, a, a screenshot of you know a few different um, models of curved OLED TVs but they were just very big on curves and OLED that was my takeout from their TV part of their conversation absolutely right I think it's pretty fair to say now that we've seen Samsung and Sony which we'll discuss in a moment that I think LG in the OLED stakes is the clear winner LG is definitely on the front foot with OLED they've their manufacturing processes their yield rates all indicating that they're going to have a massive push in OLED that no other company at the moment can match. And I think that's a huge advantage to them in this very competitive television market because as what we've seen so far from the show, OLED offers far superior picture quality than even uh, enhanced LED, which the other companies are, are, are using. And you know how, how a general consumer can contest that? Blacks. That's the interesting thing here is LG is the only one that talked about black in your TV, everyone else talked about bright colours and vibrancy and stuff like that. The thing with OLED is it does black better than anything, and having a rich and deep black actually gives you the better picture. I don't think the colours do. Yeah, so that was the, what they said the secret the secret to colour is having a true black. Mm. And, and anyone who stood in front of an OLED TV will see even next to an LED TV the black levels are incredible. Uh, something that, from what, what we, I've learned about OLED, is obviously it's, it's a, it's a self-emitting format. So the pixel has this emissive light that can be turned completely on or completely off. That's where the black level comes from. An LED pixel, you can't quite get it totally off. There's always, there's always some kind of light in there. So that, that's why OLED produces that, that deep black. And, and I guess what's interesting, <coughs> excuse me, is, um, is that they talked about their manufacturing. They talk, I think they talked about selling a million and then going up to 4.1. Which is conservative, I think, a million. But it's also, yeah. like, it's not even a percentage of the market, Stephen. It's such a small thing. But, again, we're talking about it so much. The, the average sale of TVs is not in any of the things that we're talking about here. That's what bugs me a little bit about the TV conversation. Bit. But I think one, one phrase that caught my, my ear at, at the LG press conference, and it was used actually... What, to you couldn't see it there? <laughs> no, it, it was used to describe the G Flex 2 phone, which we'll talk about in a sec, was they used a term called the sea of sameness. Did you remember I that? I did that, not hear that. Yeah, so it was, and it describes a lot of products, actually. It describes, could describe TVs, can yeah. describe smartphones. Yeah. 
and LG is sort of decision to sort of create this innovation across the home and sort of break out of that sea of sameness, I think applies to OLEDs. Because you, you think about when you walk into, say in 2015, you walk into a showroom to look at televisions. The OLED is going to stand out. It's really going to pop from all the other TVs around it. Even the SUHD, which we'll talk about in a moment that Samsung have announced, Quantum Dot, whatever you want to call it, OLED is still going to have that little bit of a margin in the black levels there. So he's going to have that edge. Just remember, when you get home, having bought a TV, there's only one TV in your lounge room, so you're not comparing it to another one. True, but when you're making that, when you're on the show floor making that decision, you're going to spend, you want to drop $5,000 on a TV or possibly more. It's quite a purchase. It's not quite, you know, car size purchase, but it is something that you do a lot of homework. You you really consider what's in front of you. So you really, your eyes are the best judges. So... It could come down to that decision where they see the black level on an OLED could make them shift from buying a Samsung. So the summary on LG with TVs is curves, OLED, and they've got a flexible curve as well, the, yes. the, the flat TV so that got, curves out. Yeah, all kinds, flexible, flat, curved, uh, and I think 60% of their lineup is going to be 4K UHD, uh, with, uh, and they've got their, their full HD, their 4K OLED, we should, we should distinguish. They already sell OLED in full HD, but 4K OLED, Ultra HD, they're going to have in 55, 65, 77-inch screen sizes this year. So, uh, so, so TVs was, was good. Um, a, couple, a couple of quick things that they didn't really go into detail on, but they talked about the Internet of Things. It was like, a, it was like they had to mention it. They put it up on the, on the board, yeah. and it was like, we, we know everyone else is going to mention it, so we're going to as well. Internet of Things just being the, you know, every device that's connected. The other one that they talked about but then did nothing about was automotive. They showed a picture of a bloke yeah. in, a, in a car with an LG phone and, a, and, and some sort of infotainment system. There was no inf- information on it. They just, they just mentioned automotive like they have to be there because they've realised that there's body cars everywhere so, yes. I think what they had is kind of a, a, a car a car mode on the phone and what, what, what I took out of that was that home chat which is something that they've already had where you can send text messages to your appliances yeah. and but now the, what they've added to that is the ability to talk to your devices through your smartwatch, the G-Watch R. Another cool feature of that. If you're a really boring person, you can talk to your dishwasher in your car. Yeah, well, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm at home now, start the washing, whatever. But <laughs> You've got no life, you're talking to your bloody appliance. Your wrist, yes. But I like, I like the fact that if you were about to get in the car and you say, right, I've got to go to, you know, Holt Street, Surrey Hills, uh, which is where News Limited is. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not going there anymore. <laughs> well, I used to go there. Yeah. But anyway, whatever address you say to your watch yeah. is then sent to the car. Yeah. Breaking so news. Breaking news. That's happening with Android. It's happening with car manufacturers. It just, it just strikes me as weird that LG's even mentioning it. That's all. I think that they, they want to tick all the boxes. So then they come out with some appliances, home appliances, yes. which they do every year. I'm, I'm relieved that they didn't tell us how they're connected and they're talking to each other. Last year or the year before. It's been the story for five years. But yeah. this year's story was a, a washing machine which has a second washing machine underneath so that you can do a, a small load, either one off and save electricity and power and bloody okay. water, or you can do two loads at the same time. Trevor, yes. we've both got three children, okay? Yeah, I know, we've I'm, both got a I'm lot a of washing to get through, right? Mm. I think this is the sort of product that we might think, yeah, it's a bit whatever it is. We're, we're sort of taking the piss a little bit. I'm not taking the piss, but mate. I'm I saying... I think it's really clever. But I'll tell you why I think it's clever. Not only because you have two areas to wash clothes, right? But... LG were very clever to say that if you've even if you bought an older LG washing machine, mm. 
the bottom drawer unit washer yeah. can fit on the old one. Yeah. So you can actually expand your old... I mean, how far back is your old gig? Is it, how's, well, how retrospective is that? That 27-inch footprint yeah. or whatever, it's got to have the same footprint. Yeah. But I think backwards compatible washing machine, that's a first. You know? <laughs> 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 that's never been said before, it seems. Backwards, backwards compatible, compatible washing, washing machine. machine. Let me tell you this. As a father of three kids, I couldn't give how a stuff about... You the on, I'm barred. I'm right? barred because I muck it up. You because did it, you because did that on purpose, <laughs> <laughs> we've discussed before, she doesn't listen, so it doesn't matter. Right. But mate, Long seriously, we just we just throw. You don't even know she exists, yeah. really. <laughs> I've never met your wife in person. I think it's it's, it's an uh, imagined person. I think it's a cardboard cutout you have in your yeah, phone. My kids come from. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I don't know. Never met her. Hopefully, we'll anyway, dispel the myth. If you are someone who likes to do a lot of loads at the same time of washing or you know, whatever, then LG has something for you. And secondly, this one I did love as in terms of, hmm, what can we do differently with the fridge? Last year or the year before, they did a double door. So you have this kind of false door at the front, which is great. It opens up and you get to just the front things in the, in the front shelves. Well, they've gone... We've got two doors on the fridge. Let's put a double door double on doors. both sides and call it a double, double, double door. Double, double. Is that what they do? No, it's just door indoor. <laughs> double door indoor. The explanation for that was that you can open just the front door mm. so to access all the often ex- mm. your, your milk and water. You know what they're going to announce next year? The the, no, no. That you can independently open the left-hand door because to be clear, you have to open the right-hand door to get into the left-hand door. Is that right? It's a big flaw in the system, I've noticed. But anyway... So think, look, they've got something for everyone. And finally, I think the G Flex Two, which mobile phone, smartphone. I've had a look at it. It's uh, I had a hands on. It's it's looking. It's a it's a bit smaller than the G Flex originals. G Flex had a six inch screen. Yeah. This has got a five point five full HD screen, uh, OLED screen, remar- uh, noticeably thinner device as well. Same. I think it's about the same curve. But fits really nicely in your hand, and and, uh, and the the idea is the screen is even more durable in terms of flexibility, right. so it won't break even anywhere near as easy as and the other one might. Has inherited also the camera features on. We've the, got an uh, intern here for the yeah, podcast, yeah, and he's yeah, giving uh, me bloody hand signals, yeah. so I think it flattens further or something. Yes, I don't that's know. That's right. Keep but, quiet. Um, yes. It's two blokes talking tech. But, but we uh, the the it's also inherited the camera. Could be two blokes and one child. Yes, the camera from the G3, which has got laser autofocus and the uh, or, or optical image stabilization. So it's bringing and all that. The best features. feature, well, certainly for for radio anyway, to, just to get people excited, is the self healing back. Yes. So the self healing back that you know you just do scuffs and scratches from having on the table or whatever. Yeah, or in your it, pocket it, with your on, keys the, on the on the original G Flex, it, it healed, but not as well. This one heals faster. Under ten seconds. Under ten Apparently, seconds, scratches yeah. healed. Yeah. It's so an amazing technology, and uh, you'll check all that out at eftm.com.au and techguide.com.au. We do two blokes talking tech. Thanks to Netgear, netgear.com.au. If you're looking for home or small business networking, Netgear are the people to look at. They've got a beautiful range of Wi-Fi routers, and don't um, don't discount the Nighthawk range for your home network. Uh, if you've got gaming, streaming, streaming music, streaming media in your home, the Nighthawks will offer you the best performance for your network, um, beamforming for your mobile phone. So you're going to get great coverage for, throughout your house and excellent coverage across the devices because, remember, your Network is only as good as the slowest device on it. So with a tri-band router like the Nighthawk X6, you'll be covered. Thanks to netgear.com.au. Stephen, uh, Samsung was next. Yes, they were. They... I actually think they needed Michael Bay this year. <laughs> well, that was the big joke. Like, remember last year, Michael Bay was you know, the hotshot director, was going to be talking about how, you know, bringing Hollywood to your home and all these great TVs. So that, that was kind of the joke. Everyone's it's all been asking, downhill since then for Samsung. Yeah, well, everyone was asking, well, will Michael Bay be in the house? I think I tweeted that and I've uh, got a couple of laughs out of it. But 
I think the, the focus this year was on the product. Now, Samsung is arguably the biggest company here Correct. this year, and expectations, like any Apple event, expectations for Samsung are always high. And this year was no exception. Hmm. Now, I, I think that the they didn't quite meet expectations this year. I think that's a safe, safe, safe like a performance review. Yeah. Sorry, well, mate, you didn't well, meet expectations. In, in terms of sort of like L, LG, really sort of hit the ground running with with what I thought was a solid press conference. Great, good range of products across the home. Samsung kind of gave a bit of a history lesson first. We're talking about last year's products. Yeah. Last gave a lot of stats. And then they got into the. I think just randomly, the guy pulled out a, a portable SSD drive, yeah, one terabyte, yeah, tiny and, little and matchbox size. Thirty thing. seconds later, it was gone. Yeah. And then the next thing they were talking about was uh, a TV, the, this SUHD, which is you know super UHD, whatever S happens yeah, to. Yeah, we don't know for. what the S stands for, but SUHD is going to be what you're seeing in the retail stores this year. And my problem with that, and a massive problem in my opinion, is how confusing for consumers. I mean, seriously, they've only we've only just heard. I'm pretty sure that's the first time. Sony's ever mentioned ultra high definition. It was always Sony said 4K, 4K and everyone else said ultra high definition. Then LG started saying both, and now yep. finally we've got them all understanding that they're the same thing. Absolutely. And now Samsung come out and release SUHD. Yep. How confusing! Well, you know what? It, it is. It is funny how they're starting to try to standardise the language here. So they're all saying now 4K UHD. So it's the same thing. Uh, it, it's funny that now when the, at the point where they're finally the message is getting through to the consumer, they go and change it all. <laughs> and, and so the problem here is that they're talking about SUHD as being a, a better UHD because it enhances the colours, the brightness, all these different things about the picture. And what's going to happen here is you're going to see comparisons of SUHD and OLED, yeah. which is an which is a good comparison because it's two choices, but it's actually an incorrect comparison because SUHD is a resolution format, not a not a manufacturing format like LED, plasma, and OLED. The line they were using was not more pixels but better pixels. I think was what the how they were describing it. Naughty pixels in their TV. I don't know. Well, they're better. They, they describe them as poor behaving. Pixels. Pixels. Well, you know, they they they, they can produce more color, more contrast, but. It was funny to me that Samsung focused on this great color, brightness, and not one mention of blacks. And that's what I said earlier, you know. The contrast there, the, the, pardon the pun, the contrast between LG and... Uh, did, you, did you catch yeah, that no, one, mate? Only when you oh, said yeah. pardon the pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, hang on. There's a bloody intern talking. Yes, mate, what's the S stand for? The S, they've got nine things that the S possibly means. Oh, dear Lord. One of, them, one so, of them is sharp, which is... They can't even. Three blokes talking. Yeah, what the hell? That's the first time in the history. I'll edit that bit out. Apparently, the S could stand. <laughs> no, apparently, so it's interesting, but it's a bit confusing for consumers, and I think that's the problem. Really. And, and you know what? I had a problem with is they didn't actually describe the technology. They said it's. They said it's just. This was called, and it's better. Yeah. They didn't say why it was better. They didn't quite quite try to break it down to give us these to tick the boxes and say right. This is what it does, and this is the result. They just sort of said, take our word for it, it's better. They didn't even mention curves. They didn't mention any of that no. stuff. They, that, that little one terabyte SSD hard drive actually seems to me one of the most appealing things come out yeah, of Samsung not, not today. Too bad. The other product that they rolled out was the ultra-widescreen TV, mm. which they didn't really name it as a... They didn't give it like a series name or number or whatever, so we don't know what it's called. Mm. It did have... They, they had a designer out on stage who was talking about, you know, works of art we put oh, up on a pedestal. What was that title? Uh, oh, he was the designer, was a designer. The most, but yeah, it, but it was a stupid, stupid title I tweeted. I'm like, as if that's an actual thing. Yeah. But anyway, my summary of what he does after he explained it was he uses he, he goes on Instagram and finds which filter to use to make the picture looks good. <laughs> yeah, that's what he I does to move. I read that movies. tweet, mate. Yeah, I read that tweet. <laughs> 
But it's it. No, no, that was the fox. That was the colorist. Oh, that's colorist. a digi- digital yeah, colorist. The digital colorist. <laughs> yeah, who I thought is what sort of takes the grays out of your hair. But anyway, that's what I thought. I thought a colorist was. But anyway, the guy, the designer, was sort of talking about how works of art and statues are put up on a pedestal, and this TV is a designed around a blade and, and mm. gave all these flowery description of why it looked that way. But that actual platform that it sits on is a speaker. That 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 little platform. So Look, I don't know. That was a that that's was about it from saying something. The only other thing which I didn't you'll have to explain to me because I I saw it but I was on the phone at the time. Milk. What what the yeah, hell is milk? Milk is kind of their content aggregation system where you can stream your music. Well, there's not enough of them already. Videos. Yeah, well it's it's their own proprietary pool of content music Samsung Music Unlimited and all that so it's replacing all that this is replaced it by now yeah so and they're also going to offer I think 4K streaming and also virtual reality streaming you know how they've got the uh, the uh, Galaxy VR riveting well they're going to have content and I think they had the producer of The Walking Dead came on and saying that he's I think it's Skybound Productions whatever his production company is called they're going to actually produce content for the VR as is the uh, milk service as well can't wait look at this point in time if we check the leader board if this was the olympics yeah. we have lg LG's at the top on yeah. top and samsung yeah. running second we have one final contender we're, we're, there's others there's sharp and panasonic yeah. we can talk about them during the uh, week but samsung before we close out on them also had their they had all their chefs on stage their cooking their appliances fridges they got an app about food machines that's what i took yeah, out of that. that that was so that that was that, that was again they, they wanted to cover that part of the home as well be careful you're pushing you're pushing them into third place for me without it being a second so, in my mind, it was it was a bit of a disappointment, as you said. Yeah, um, didn't, didn't quite but, meet our high expectations. But I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting the stand will still be magnificent and there'll be some oh, really yeah. nice products It'll there. Um, so, then we roll into the into the evening with, with Sony. Um, Sony, you know, obviously had to address the issue around Sony Pictures and the hacking, which they basically did in a, in did a basic a statement. That was that was a good move from Kaz Harai, the Sony CEO. Ad-libbed, by the yeah. way. Yeah, he did. There was no prompter at that, at that part. But I think, you know what, it was the elephant in the room that they really needed to talk about mm. in a room full of journalists. Come on, mate, I'm trying my way. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean, mate. It's, but it, it was, I think it was handled, he did sort of kind of say, look, you know, freedom for speech won out in the end and yeah. we were the victims of a, of, a, of a malicious attack and, you know, that our lives were threatened and all this sort of stuff. And I think, you know, good on him for putting that up front and yeah. saying that, you know, life's going to go on. So it's, it felt very much as it was going along like another Samsung, like a lot of looking back, a lot of kind of retrospective, a lot of kind of broad industry talk. You know, they've formed an alliance, they've done this. But then they did come out with, they showed one product. They had a kind of camera shot of a, of a TV on the stand, which was magnificent, half a centimetre thick. Uh, not OLED, because you normally see that kind of thickness in o- LED, OLED. LED so here, yeah. LED, half a centimetre thick, beautiful looking machine. So I think that's their flagship for the year. I was quite impressed by it. I thought it was a really nice TV. And I was, I was kind of glad not to be looking at a beautiful curve because well, I'm a bit over the curve as a function. It's just Sony, uh, sorry, uh, Samsung and LG that are focused on curved TVs. Mm. Panasonic haven't done it. They had a press conference earlier in the day. The biggest thing to come out of their press conference was they, they were showcasing a 4K Blu-ray player which is kind of you know yeah. down the path of eventually there'll be hard you know there'll be packaged media 4K but no curved TV from Panasonic no curved TV from Sony but this TV that they did unveil the uh, I think is the X900C is five millimeters thick which for led is that's stunning incredible and it's not like there's a big box at the back because it didn't I, I didn't see anything that was holding together all the bits and pieces yeah. normally you see 
especially with OLED, you see this huge, beautiful, thin thing, but then there's quite a thick bit down the bottom holding it together. Yeah. So I'll have to have a better look at that. Exactly that was thinner than the Xperia smartphone, which I thought was very impressive as well. So the other thing that I took out of the Sony announcement, which I thought was excellent, was the 4K Handycam. Now, the, the line he used was 4K for 1K, because it's going to be 1000 US dollars. move on to the Handycam while we're on the TV, yeah. they also announced that they're going to have Android TV yes. running the Bravia range of televisions. That's which significant, you think? Because you've got LG using WebOS, Samsung doesn't talk about this because well, no, it doesn't no, matter. Actually, no, Samsung announced uh, Tizen, Tizen, however Tizen, you pronounce Tizen, it. Whatever, yeah. that, that's going to be their, their new 4K streaming platform. We should yeah. sort of mention that, the fact that 4K doesn't exist yet in Australia anyway. There's no services for 4K, yeah. no hard disk contents or anything, but streaming is the first way we're going to get it and hopefully those services will arrive. And I don't want to break it to you. If you've got ADSL, don't even bother. Yeah, I think we're going to need the NBN and, and, so 4K and content. 4K content is what leads me to the Handycam being such yes. a cool thing, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, I've seen 4K recording on smartphones. The Note does it. There's plenty of smartphones that record 4, 4K. Yeah. But tr it's crap. It's the not very good. Because you've got to remember that the... the the ability to record 4K is only one thing. You've still got to have a good lens and a good processor to actually record a good quality 4K. So having a handy cam, you know, and a traditional old school handy cam too, too, that, that looks good, looks small, $1,000 US, so hopefully it's 1500 Australian or so. The number is FDRAX33. Uh, put that one in your Christmas yeah. wish list, people. Uh, 4K, I reckon that for people that actually do have a 4K TV, that do actually like to record home videos and things when they're travelling, that looks like a winner to me. Plus, their little handy Handycam, the Action Cam 4K yeah. as well, and they had well, the Tony 4K, Hawk up on stage to do 4K that. 4K Handycam, they said it's 30% smaller, 20% lighter, 50% uh, cheaper, which they said in US dollars is you know 4K for 1K, yeah. which for in Australia they'd be 4K for 1.8K. I'm hoping 1.5. 1.5K. <laughs> but um, I think that it's a good point that while everyone complains, oh, there's no 4K content, now you can make your own. Make your own 4K make content. Own. Decent. With a handy cam like that, it's going to look terrific. And they, they had Tony Hawk on stage with the little 4K action yes. cam. And I've got to be honest, normally when they give a celebrity a thing and they, they actually send, send a film crew who you know put it on a gimbal and all that kind of stuff and it looks a lot better. Yeah. Mate, he just had it on a, on like yeah, a GoPro selfie, selfie stick, stick um, <laughs> and, and was doing snowboarding. It made it look bloody good. It looked amazing. Look yeah, bloody yeah, good out of the box, really I reckon. Good. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, and like Sony's run over, I think, it's pretty safe to say they're probably a, a, a distant second to GoPro mm. in the action cam market. So seeing that they've gone 4K, well, GoPro's already gone 4K with the Hero 4 mm. Black. But um, having someone like Tony Hawk uh, endorsing it today, I think uh, you know that people are going to sit up and pay attention. So then we look back at the leaderboard. Sony comes in second, I think, just because of just basic things. You know, they had a well, decent TV announcement. They had the candy cam. Photo finished for second, I'd say. Was You're a, kidding. It's, it's at least a nose second. ahead. Yeah, you think so? Okay. At least. All right, we'll agree to disagree there, Trip. Why do we the have other, to we disagree the all the time, Stephen? Was, uh, it's like we're married. <laughs> but the other thing that they also talked about was uh, the symphonic light speaker. Remember that little speaker? That's very nice. Had a yeah. light and a, and a multi-directional speaker. Hmm. Uh, they also mentioned their new Alpha 7 optical 5-axis camera so now that with the, it's a slr camera so image stabilization lets you take you know you forget the tripod you can take your close-ups your night shots oh i like i'll wait to see that working with without taking a tripod on night shots and then the, yeah. dew, the dew on the flower. So mate, you're beautiful the photo. Yeah, mate. Over like, the crack of dawn. I'm, I'm always looking for dew on leaves. <laughs> it's a massive part of it my It was a morning. flower, actually. While I'm out running, I do that, Stephen. 
You're um, wearing your, wearing your activity bracelets. Very yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Very Test, good. Well, I'm testing them, yeah. All so right. all that information will be at techguide.com.au, including a stack of hands-on that you've already had with yep. uh, with some LG products. You better check those out at techguide.com.au. A couple of things at EFTM from me. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Trevor Long and at Stephen Finnick. Um, two Blokes Talking Tech, thanks to Netgear. We'll be here again for the rest of the week. We'll uh, try and churn out something each and every day so that you've got the latest from CES. Stephen, I'll see you on the show floor tomorrow. Yes, you will. Looking forward to it, Trevor. Trevor.